Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to Girl on Fire podcast on the Believe Network, New York's number one podcast network for personal growth. This is your host, Kirsten Franklin. Hey guys, and welcome. I'm going to talk to you about kind of time management, organization, productivity. So my research team and all the questions that I've been getting asked lately are really going towards uh, level of energy, uh, lack of focus, and productivity, like not being able to do as much as you once could and all this stuff. And, you know, we're going to be talking about this a lot. So if it sounds semi-repetitive, if you've heard it again, heard it before, heard it somewhere else, good. Because the more you hear it, the more it will sink in. So last night I was on the phone with one of my clients uh, in one of my group coachings. And that one's geared towards business and they're all pretty much involved in real estate. So He has been at it now for several months and it kind of finally dawned on him that, you know, he has to do a little bit of research. Now, if you guys are part of my 21 day startup program, you know that I preach certain things first and foremost, like always get your mindset straight for the goal in which you are aiming for. And that is true for anything, anytime, anywhere, at any level in which you play. Some of us are so accustomed to do it that we can do it with ease, but we still hit certain things and have to break them down and figure it out. If you do not have your mindset right, it will never happen with ease and or if you get it, it's not going to feel awesome. So when your head isn't in the game, when you don't have it, really locked on to the happy end result, Uh, not only because it becomes really hard to focus, but you kind of can't get the actions right because you really kind of don't know what you're going for. And even I experienced this, like in my marketing for low ticket items. I am not familiar with this. I do not understand this. I don't really care to, but I had to reframe that, right? Because why wouldn't I care to? If my goal is to reach the most amount of people possible in order to help them effectuate positive change in their life and raise their vibration, then I better start caring, right? It was the way in which I was looking at it caused me to not be able to move it forward. And just like the way that this individual was looking at it was causing him to not move forward. Very much of the can't sit still, have to be in motion, only being in motion, doing actual stuff means elevating to the next level. There are no breaks, blah, blah, blah. And what happened there was that the individual didn't take the time to research the different marketing methods so that he could pick the one that was right for him. Now, I find this interesting because if we go back and all of our sessions are recorded, if we go back to the very, very beginning... This is something I talked about, right, to this group, because they were a group of startups. Most of them kind of had an idea of what they wanted to do. They didn't know. Now, pretty much everyone in this group at this point in time, we're coming upon three months, has not only picked what they want, but has started to engage their researched marketing method. 
Now this individual was not there. And so he kind of felt probably a little bit behind, probably a, bit, a little bit unclear, probably feeling as though, what am I doing wrong that everyone else is doing right? Well, nothing. It is the fact that you didn't take the time to research and understand. And this is the hardest thing for people to do. It is to slow down so that you can speed up. And some of you understand this. Some of you listening totally understand this and get this. And some of you are like, hell no, I don't have time to slow down, right? And that's cool. The only problem is, is you're not going to get what you want, when you want, how you want to. If you want to get there fast, clean, and awesome, and happy, and on point, then you actually have to kind of stop everything you're doing. Research, understand, analyze, you know, kind of like in a chess game, figure out five moves ahead in any direction. To really understand what direction you're taking, why you're taking it, how you're taking it, and what you're going to do when everything blows up in your face, because that's what happens in startups. Everything pivots, right? So these guys decided startup after the whole COVID thing. So during this COVID thing started, they made a decision to start a business. And they have. All of them are, you know, for for only being three months in from not having a clue as to what they want to do to formulating a clue and researching it to have all but two trigger their marketing methods. And those two that didn't trigger, they did trigger, they just haphazardly triggered. So I don't consider that triggering because it's not well-researched and it's not thought out. So here's my deal. Number one, slow down to speed up. You'll hear me say this again and again and again and again and again. Now you might feel the statement is in opposition to that, but your time is finite. Your time is now, okay? Um, And I feel that sometimes people feel that's an opposition because if my time is finite, my time is now, then shouldn't I hurry up and get, get stuff done, right? Well, yes and no, but if you're hurrying up just to get it done, done, then you're not actually winning, right? What you need to do is slow down, figure out the right steps for you, no matter how long that takes. And that's the frustrating part. Nobody wants to slow down when it could have been done or should have been done, quote, yesterday, right? And I am very much that person. I am very much the second it's an idea in my head, I don't understand why 50 million things haven't been executed. And every single time I have to consciously stop myself and slow myself down, find the right people to do the right research and start to get it done. Now, this is frustrating for me because I still stand in the position of why does it take a month to do the research and make the decision? A month, right? I have been talking to people about a certain type of marketing now for three weeks and a decision hasn't been made. And the decision hasn't been made because I very specifically set a budget for this type of marketing. And I did that intentionally because I know me. If I don't, I'll just say yes to everyone. Let three people go at it and have at it and see who does the best. Well, that's a waste of money. And it's not going to get me the results in this type of marketing. The type of marketing I'm doing is a low ticket marketing uh, schematic. So I will not really make this money back for at least six months to a year, right? If I'm going to go dump $30,000, $40,000 into something that only costs $400, look at the volume I have to sell in order to to make that back, right? And that's just to break even, at which point the marketing costs are obviously compounding. 
And so you see where I'm going with this, right? I hope. So no, I'm not really willing to do that times three just to see who does the best because it will never reap the return uh, to make it make sense. So I had to really slow it down. And I still made mistakes because of my behavioral trait of wanting it done yesterday. So I hired a few other people to do two other aspects of it so that I can understand it. And like I always tell you guys, you know, you already made the decision. Whether it turned out in your favor or not really doesn't matter. What did you learn from it? And I actually learned a lot. So, so taking that moving forward, then I get to bring that, what I've learned back to the people I'm talking to about triggering this and asking them the right questions now so I can really, 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 really understand. So it is a process. <laughs> and that is why I'm all about mindset vibration processes, right? Uh, everything's a process. Even how your mindset runs is a process, how you break through your mindset. So what can you do? So besides slowing down and speeding up, besides really, really, really doing the research, and sometimes we don't even know what that even means. And that's okay because the process might be reach out to two people uh, or reach out to 10 people, hope to get two conversations and ask all the questions you want. Right. And that is a process. In fact, one of my business partners, uh, Lisa out in Orlando, who does a real estate investing process and wholesaling, she had been prior to meeting with me and joining forces. She had been at it for about a year. And it's not like she can't do it. She can do it. She's done it. She's closed deals. She's done these things. But to systematize it, to make it something that can grow and scale she was unable to do on her own. And all she needs is a, is the Yoda, right? I'm the Yoda. So that's my job. I come in, I Yoda you up, you're Luke Skywalker, and you get to go defeat the dark side. And so she had to go through this recently where she pro- I told her she's probably going to want to punch me in the face through the phone, but she has got to go out and meet with a bunch of people. I gave her some connections. She made a, many on her own and she did it. And yes, it took an entire week, which is 20 plus hours for her dedicated to this, if not more, to get on the phone, have these conversations, understand that what she initially thought or what was initially being sold in the marketplace to her as a possible solution, then talking to a user of the solution, then talking to the owners or the onboarders of that solution and understanding it and not even being a tech person. It was a very, very energy draining process. Why? Because it's out of her element. It's not her sweet spot, but did it cause her to grow massively? Absolutely. In fact, today she's picked the process and she's doing the onboarding process for that solution she picked for that marketing method she's picking. And so it's, it's not, it's not that it's not easy. It's really easy and simple to pick something, but then you have to go out and engage it, figure it out, do it, And that sometimes, you know, it could be off-putting. It could be energy draining. You know, there's a whole bunch of things that happen. And so, you know, you just have to kind of look at it like that. So one, slow down to speed up. Two, do the research and understand what actually has to happen. So when I talk about organization, time management, productivity, here's the deal. You guys can all go YouTube it and find a whole bunch of fabulous time management things, right? It's not difficult. 
And none of these things are really hard to implement, right? Pomodoro technique, time blocking. But how many times have you done something, looked it up and said, yeah, I'll try this. You go, you put a whole bunch of time blocks on your calendar. You fill it on your time. I'm going to work on my home business. I'm going to work at my quote office. I'm going to do things with the kids or whatever. And then when you get to that block of time, somehow up by the end of it, whether it's 15 minutes, one hour, whatever you're doing, you're like, oh shit, I didn't get anywhere. Why? Think about where you spent your time during that block of time. You were, if you weren't organized, then what you were doing was you were spending your time trying to figure out what you're going to do about the thing in that time block, right? Okay. So I time blocked for an hour for my home-based business. That is an Amazon fulfillment type of dropship model, right? Okay, great. So you sit there and you're like, okay. So you log on to Amazon or whatever you do, or you log on to your Shopify or whatever you're doing. And you're like, all right, so let me find some products. Let me, okay, never mind. Let me research the top ones that are selling. Okay, let me, uh, whatever it is you do. And then all of a sudden at the end of the hour, you're like, well, crap. I have like 32 possibilities. I didn't pick a thing. I didn't do anything, right? Because you didn't get organized beforehand. You didn't get down to your next action that needed to be placed within those time blocks, right? So you really have to be organized first. You really have to, you know, get it down to these minute little actions first. And you will always be wrong. You will always be incomplete because you don't know what you don't know. So you're only writing a list based on your presumptive knowledge and it's never going to be complete. So you always have to expect the unexpected, meaning in the middle of your process, you're going to turn around and be like, oh, wait, I have to do 15 other things before I can do this. And that's okay. You stop, you write down the 15 things, you break those down, you figure out what order they go in, and then you go start executing those. And even within that, you might find, oh, dude, I have another 10 things I'm supposed to do in order to get to that step, right? And that's okay. But by breaking it down and doing that and understanding it and writing it down, okay? And I'm a big fan of Trello for this reason. Um, then you can just rearrange it and put it in its place and then just keep attacking it every day. And if you break it down into the most minute action, the, the action that's so small that you're like, that's not even really an action. That's what you want to do. Super, super small. Why? Because when it comes to that thing where you have that extra 15 minutes or you're in that time block and don't feel like it, you can kind of force yourself to do just that one tiny thing. And as you force yourself and convince yourself to do just that one tiny thing that will then turn into five tiny things. Well, there's your 50 minutes, right? And at the end of that, even if you only get to that one tiny thing, at the end of your day, when you look back at the accomplishments, you actually move the ball forward on that one thing, on that project, regardless of how big or small it is. Because remember, the other thing I always say is the incremental to exponential, right? The one plus one equals two, the two plus two equals four, keep going 20 times and you've gotten to a million, right? It's a marketer's dream to find the one thing you could do that's going to equal one plus one equals two, because you can scale that. And instead of hitting 1 million and 20 times, you could hit two, three, four, because you can scale. And so it is the tiny little thing that you do consistently, that you know, gets you a consistent result that you can keep doing until you get to the big, fabulous end result.
Okay. I recently read Phil Knight's shoe dog, right? If you guys don't know who Phil Knight is, he's the co-founder of Nike. An amazing, amazing, ridiculous story. <laughs> Not just about shoes, but creating a, a culture here on this planet of, you know, athletic uh, athleisure, as it is now called, but athletic wear as street wear, as everyday wear, wearing sneakers versus shoes. Um, it's really, really amazing. And looking at the financial struggle he went through the entire time until he went public. So it's, it's just a really fun book. If you guys want to read that, he's an excellent, excellent writer. So it's a really fast, easy read just because he writes so well. It's so intriguing, just so well-written. Um, but it's also a great light read for business purposes. You know, it's not those heavy business books where it's all structure, strategy, and all that. Another great one that I read was Your Next Five Moves by Patrick but David. Um, it's a little bit more robust in strategy um, and things of that nature, but he's another good writer. He had that co-written with him, so that was a great writer. Phil Knight actually wrote his own book. Um, I, obviously, it was edited because he has a, uh, it was published by a, a bigger publishing house, but excellent writing. Patrick Beth David, same thing. He had a, a co-author on that, co-writer. Uh, uh, um, and that was that's a great read too. A little bit more heavy and dense into for those who want to be entrepreneurs. There's parts in there that apply for executives, but I think it's a great book for entrepreneurs. And if you're an entrepreneur, great, great read for you if you're an entrepreneur. If, if you are neither one of those two, I probably wouldn't pick up that book. But that's kind of it. I mean, I really just wanted to get some key points out because they've been kind of been in my face lately getting thrown at me. And that's really the idea of slow down to speed up. But why are you slowing down? You're slowing down to do the research, to break it down, to understand your tiny next steps. So when you're doing the research, one, what is your big goal? What is the goal? What is the happy end result? Okay. What are the five to 15 steps that you think it takes to get there? Now, what is that breaking, breaking it down now, breaking it down into what, what does it really take to get to that first step? Well, what are the five to 10 minute chunks of actions that you're doing? Right. And if you guys know my get it done program, uh, this is all in there, but you have to get that, break it down, minute, tiny steps before you even hit time management stuff. All right. These time management techniques are great, but if you don't know what to do in those timeframes, you're not going to get anywhere. Well, that's actually wrong. You'll get somewhere, but instead of getting to the 25% of the goal, you could have gotten to 110% of the goal. Like if that makes sense, like you could have gone so beyond, you could have hit that goal so much sooner that you're already surpassing it and going on to the next. Guys, this is how my clients surpass their goals when they work with me one-on-one. This is it, period. Okay. This is a really big crux of it. And, you know, obviously we go a lot more into mindset, a lot more into systems when we're talking about a business or even teams, you know, if we're doing five dysfunction, if we're doing something else, the very first thing you need to do is break down your mindset. The second thing you need to do is slow down to speed up. The third thing you need to understand is why you're slowing down. Okay. What are you doing within this slowdown period? What is the big goal that you're slowing down to research for? Break down those steps. Okay. Next action it, which is, you know, what I call uh, breaking it down into those tiny little 10 minute actions. And it's okay if your next action is broken down into a bigger chunk, like, oh, 
this next action is actually going to take two hours, but I can break it down like this to make it 10 minutes at a time, right? Or 15 minutes at a time. Um, and you really need it small because you need to be able to take that action no matter what, right? Take that action just because you have an extra 10 minutes before you have to pick up the kids and you can actually get it done. You know, break it down to a 10 minute action step because when you really would rather have a cocktail and Netflix and chill, you're going to do the one thing right before you turn on the, you know, the, the TV, the laptop, the whatever, before you crack open that bottle, um, you're going to do that 10 minute thing. And it's going to be liberating because at the end of the week, if you did that five times, remember that one plus one equals two, two plus two equals four, four plus four equals eight, eight plus eight equals 16. You just got, well, that's more 32 units out of the way by just doing that next action, right? Think about that. That's a lot bigger than nothing. That's a lot bigger than messing it up and setting yourself back. And you're not messing yourself and setting up yourself back because you've already stopped and slowed down to get the right stuff so that you can speed up. And as you're speeding up, you're going to learn and see what do you like? What do you not like? What can you hand off? Now it's done. Now you know how to do the thing. So what do you hand off? Who can do the research? Who can do this? Who can do that? And it gets to a point where you feel like you're not even doing anything in the day. I mean, that's, those are some days for me, you know, I got myself to that place where I was joking with a friend, Taryn Ward, this amazing woman in wholesaling. Um, actually, I'm going to have her on. She's a, she's a, she's a kick-ass broad. She's a, she's a single mom of three girls and she runs a wholesaling business and an investment platform. And now she's actually building a funding platform so she can fund other, other, you know, investors. It's great. Actually, I'm going to have her on as a guest. It was actually about a year or two ago that I was talking to her and I was walking through Central Park. This is before COVID, of course. And I was like, Dad, I got my life so, so down. I'm bored because everyone else is working, right? I'd be on the phone. She'd, she'd try to get, get me off the phone. Like, yeah, I have things to do. What do you want? <laughs> right? We could talk forever. Um, or at least I could because, you know, I, what else was I going to do? I was on my way to pick up my child. But yeah, I mean, it gets to the point where when you get this system down, okay, mindset, vibration, processes, slow down to speed up, next action, small chunks, brain dumps, pick it out, put it in. When you get this down, you can accomplish so much more than you ever believed. This is how I accomplish writing fiction and nonfiction books, public speaking, um, you know, running multiple businesses, the live events business, my coaching business, the wholesaling business, owning companies that I don't operate in, such as the legal recruiting business, right? I mean, this is how I do it. And I'm telling you, just start with the first step, slowing down to speed up, slow down to speed up, slow down to speed up, slow down to speed up, incremental to exponential, incremental to exponential. What is the incremental thing you need to do? That's right. That's the research. That's the stuff, right? Whatever it is that you need. And that's it. I mean, I wanted to leave you guys with that. I hope that's beneficial. I'll put a link in the description and hopefully that pops up no matter where you're listening from iTunes, Stitcher, wherever on the get it done program. What else do you guys think you need? I will put a link in there for becoming unfuck with a bull. The first book I'm actually redoing that and writing out a proposal for Hay House to hopefully publish all three at once, but it's the mindset. Is there anything else that you guys might need? I think the get it done thing is actually what you need. I'm going to forget that. I'm not going to put the book in there. I'm going to put in get it done 
I'm going to put a link in there for Get It Done. You can check out the program. It's only $4.97 right now, but that is the steps, man. That is it. If you want to get it all done and figure it out. And then what's going to happen to you, by the way, is you're going to get all your systems in place. You're going to do it. You're going to feel the momentum. You're going to actually get stuff done. And many times you're going to stop doing the thing that gets you there. Mindset. 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 That's it. There is something in your mindset you better check in with because it's causing you to not be the person who gets shit done. This happens all the time. Guys, New Year's resolution. We all do them. We all quit them. I don't quit them. But New Year's resolutions, why do we quit them? Oh, because you did it too hard. You did it too much. Yeah, that's all true. But first and foremost, it doesn't matter. It's mindset. If you believe you're the person who does these things in this way, and you have to for some reason outside of yourself, and you can flip that whole definition for you internally, okay, deep with inside, it all changes automatically, easily. All right. So go for it. Take these steps. If you do them and you find great progress, great, come back, tell me, make comments, you know, put on five stars to this episode, uh, do whatever you can. And then if you find that you do it, have slamming results and then stop yourself because you got, quote, busy. Something happened. You didn't feel like it. Mindset. Check in with yourself. There's other episodes here about mindset. Find them. Work on it because that is the thing that is stopping you then from getting what you want. Okay. All right, guys, that is it for this week. And I believe, I don't know who's on next week. I believe we have this amazing woman on next week who is the founder of a tablet for blind people. Yes, that is right. Like an iPad for blind people. You got that. And she, I don't know if she went public, but she definitely sold the company and now she's working on her next level thing. It's an amazing interview. Hope you guys catch it next Wednesday. So that is it for this week. Thank you for joining me. And I hope that you enjoyed today's show. If so, don't forget to rate it. If you guys have a pressing question, feel free to tweet me at CS Thrive uh, or on Instagram at Thrive Tribe 3.14159. Again, I know that's a weird one. It's just pi. So it's three, it's thrive underscore tribe underscore 3.14159. Or of course, you can join me in Facebook at my free group, which is Thrive Tribe Global. If you just search groups and you enter in Thrive Tribe Global, you should see us there um, and you can join it for free. Uh, I answer your questions in there. But if you guys send me a question through there, I will be sure to answer it here on this podcast. And as always, if you're ever interested in advertising on the show, please contact the Believe Network at Believe, B-L-E-A-V at Believe.com. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.